Hello, thank you so, so much for listening. You're listening to Know Your Worth podcast hosted by me, the lovely TVK. Know Your Worth is a monthly podcast that is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and ETC, etc. And it's a podcast all about the arts, anything creative from performance to visual to um, music to fashion, literally anything that is creative um and breaking the mold it's also a spiritual podcast so yes i am a spiritual person um i am a christian but i encourage you to listen even if you don't believe in that kind of stuff because honestly we just have fun conversations we have some fun laughs and hey maybe this podcast is not for you but maybe you know someone who this podcast is perfect for so i encourage you to share and uh distribute this podcast and help support your girl and i hope you guys enjoy this episode thanks for listening bye demonic but that's okay because we're talking about the halloween episode anyway thank you guys so much for coming back and listening um please deal with us we are in a new space um we have some professional equipment some actual equipment today and so yeah we're gonna try it out and hopefully it sounds okay it sounds right for you guys i'm super excited i have a really close friend of mine who's gonna go by lj today say hello hi there hi Okay, I feel like I shouldn't do that. It's really sounding demonic. But anyway, guys, this episode is Halloween themed because around this time, it will be Halloween, which is so exciting. Everybody celebrates Halloween differently. Um, If you're not from the U.S., do you even celebrate Halloween? I feel like that's more of an American thing. We got so many crazy holidays. It doesn't even make sense. Um, But so exciting. So I'm going to start today's episode off with a Bible verse like I always do. I am going to be reading Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And you guys can just bear with me really quick. Okay, so I'm going to be reading the King James Version, and it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. I love that verse. Um, Personally, it just always reminds me that whatever I think of is not rational because I'm such an overthinker. And um, really what we're going to be talking about today, that's why the title is called Trick or Treat, is trust issues. So LJ, do you have some trust issues? (laughs) Um, I don't think so, but I feel like if a scenario were to happen, I kind of doubt people a little mm-hmm. bit but I still want to trust them if right. that makes sense oh that's good so you're more on the positive well that's like where I am now like the positive side like that person's not like the last person like not everybody's like mm-hmm. that but it took me a good minute to get there because of those trust issues and because of those walls so um we're gonna get started with a couple of fun um Halloween theme type questions and then we're gonna get into like the deep stuff so I'm just going to ask you these questions, and then I will give my, I guess, my own answers to those questions, Mm -hmm. and um, so we're going to start off. So, do you have a favorite scary movie? And don't say no, because literally, I know you have seen some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a scary movie. It's like a comedy, but a scary movie, like, 
with okay. Anna Ferris and oh, okay. the Wayne Brothers. Do you remember? Oh, of course. Of course, <laughs> the Wayne Brothers. They have so many. You know, I used to actually be terrified of the movies that they would put out, like the scary, the ones that are supposed to be scary, mm-hmm. like The Haunted House and like the scary movie parodies. And they are parodies. They are so funny, but I used to be terrified of those. What's the name of the one? Um, I think it's Scary Movie too, because like ah! there's the guy, the butler, and, like, he's making the turkey. I'm in love with them now. Oh my gosh, I think the one I hated the most was the one where like in the beginning this girl keeps throwing up. Have you seen that one? I think, I think that's the same one. That's Scary Movie Was too? she like possessed? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, okay, this is a little too long. They need to make the scene a little bit shorter. Love the Wayne brothers. Oh, that's good. See, the comedy ones are always better because they relieve you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not super intense. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, I don't think, oh, I do have a favorite scary movie. So I'm more into like slashers than like demonic horror. And um, I don't even know what really got me into that. But I would say the kind of cult classic for me would be like the Scream movies. Mm, and the yeah. Wayne Brothers, they parody those within, mm-hmm. like, their, yeah, they do. their parodies. But, um, yeah, the Scream movies, they're really good. They're kind of stupid because you're like, how did they not figure out who the killer is? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, come on, common sense. <laughs> but, um, no, they're super, they're super funny, and they're a part of the 90s. They're a cult classic. But also, um, I think the only one I really don't like is the last one. That that bring that one has Emma Roberts. It has um, the girl from Bring It On. Like it has so many mm-hmm. like actors in it. I think that's why that one was made just to like bring people in. Um, but yeah, it's just really dumb. Do you mind if I spoil it for you? Are you gonna watch it? No, I okay, probably okay, won't. Okay. So like Sydney, who is the original main character, um, her niece, I think it's her niece. They're related. She's the killer, and she kills like all her friends. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty intense. <laughs> she ends up stabbing, like, all of her friends. That's crazy. Yeah, in, in vengeance of her aunt, which makes no sense. Like, she's jealous of her aunt because her aunt was famous from the original killing. So she got jealous of her aunt, of her aunt and killed her friends. So she wanted to be famous? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, let's talk about that because I feel like that's really relevant to today's society. No one go around killing people. Please, I want to be TikTok famous and stuff. Please don't <laughs> go around. Not TikTok famous. <laughs> go around killing people. Um, that's probably my favorite scary movie. We were just talking about this. Um, so did you ever dress up for Halloween or? No. Um, I wanted to be like a Black Panther <laughs> for Halloween. That's so cool. But like that Wait, was before. like an actual Black Panther or the Black Panther? Like. Like the seventies, like oh, the, like what's there, girl, the political, <laughs> the like political Black Panthers, yeah, like yeah, Black <laughs> like with the fro and the you black. Were broke. <laughs> How old were you? I was in high school, but it was like before, like I changed my hair, so oh my gosh, that was like yes. perfect timing to do it. And my mom was like, "No," and I was like, "Okay." Your mom said no. Oh. Yeah. That is so amazing. Like, I wish I had that sense of enlightenment to even think about. <laughs> I just wanted up. to do it for the hair because, like, then, like, I started like my hair and I was like, oh, I think that would be cool to wear, like, wear my fur out. Yeah. So that was really why. Oh, it wasn't, like, <laughs> anything deeper. That is so cool. Wow. Well, they're going to flame me thinking, like, I'm talking about the Marvel Black Panther. <laughs> like, they hate me. 
crazy. No, you're fine. Oh my goodness. Um, my favorite Halloween costume that I probably dressed up as. Um, so when I was in fourth grade, mm -hmm. my mom dressed me up as Jada Pickett in The Matrix. <laughs> and um, I did not know what The Matrix was at the time. I had never seen it, but my mother did. And so we went trick-or-treating, and, like, none of my friends knew what I was, but I looked like a cool, like, spy. Oh. But every time we would knock on doors and get candy, like, all the adults knew who I was. And they were like, oh, my gosh, you're so-and-so. And I was like, yeah, give me that candy. <laughs> and, yeah, I felt like I was, like, cooler than everybody else because all the adults knew who I were. <laughs> Extra <other> points. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even seem in teacher's head at that. So. But The Matrix is such a, uh, such a classic. Oh, my gosh, mm -hmm. if I could find that picture and show it to you. I had, like, two puffs on my head and I had the glasses and I don't know where we found this it wasn't like a matrix official costume like we put it together uh -huh. and it was like this full black leather cloak like they would wear in the movies I don't know where we found that but yeah that's what I you have to show me that picture I do my, I'm pretty sure my mother has it somewhere mm -hmm. yeah I was in fourth grade no clue what the matrix was. oh my goodness okay so what's your favorite Halloween candy um well I like greasy's so yeah, I'll just get so some Reese's. Reese's I love Reese's. Reese's is such a staple. It's so simple, but it's so good. Mm -hmm. I don't even like peanut butter, but I'll eat some Reese's. Wait, what? Okay, wait. You got to explain yourself. How do you not like peanut butter, but you like Reese's? I don't know. I guess I don't like peanut butter by itself, but like if mm. it's with something, it's mm. like more bearable because yeah. like I don't like the smell really. So. Oh, really? Okay. I love Reese's. That is like my go-to like for Halloween. I'm mm -hmm. looking in the basket. If I, my sister has any leftover, I'm looking for that. Okay, but I want the actual packaged Reese's. I don't want the little <laughs> the foil cups. wrappers. Yeah. yeah, cups. Those are just janky to me. I don't know. They don't taste the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I feel like they do taste the same. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe I'm just tripping. And then sometimes I feel like I accidentally eat the wrapper. <laughs> don't like feel it all the way so like after that even like because i'm like <laughs> you gotta feel once and then twice yeah okay i'm gonna start doing that from now on children listening please do that don't be like me that is crazy um awesome wow well my favorite candy besides reese's because mm -hmm. like that's a really good one would be like twizzlers mm. i love twizzlers and i'm aware that they're not even that good like what even the flavoring it's like plastic, but for some reason, I like to eat it. <laughs> Snickers are also a good um, yes. Halloween candy. Okay, but why for Halloween do they always give out those little squares? Like, who's that going to feel? It's like it's like a, it's a literal square, and it'll have the letter, like one letter of the Snickers thing on it, <laughs> like the S or the N. Like, yeah, I know what you're talking bar. about. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. No, Snickers are really, really uh, is there okay what's your like go-to candy that you hate you're like why do people pass this out on halloween hmm. i don't know maybe skittles because like i like them but mm. then i don't like it's a weird thing yeah. like i think i could just eat like one package of it and that's it yeah, maybe not even more. that yeah <laughs> no i'm the same way because i used to they were really popular for some reason back in elementary school mm -hmm. and um i would like eat them to like Past the time, but like, yeah. Past the time. <laughs> <laughs> you just bored. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh my 
my gosh. But yeah, I don't really enjoy Skittles. That's crazy. I remember when those first came out. They were huge. People loved Skittles. Mm-hmm. Take the rainbow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on. Um, okay, so I feel like part of the scary movie script classic that's always passed down is there's an antagonist who's probably the killer then there's the people who unfortunately get killed (laughs) killer be killed (laughs) killer be killed but there's always at least okay at least in the older scary movies there's always like one survivor Mm -hmm. right and usually that purpose is to for a sequel so like money um, or to continue telling like that story. Yeah. Or I always, I always would hate like afterwards when they would put like based on a true story, be like, God dang, what if <laughs> we couldn't keep this like two D, you know, two dimensional. But um, relating that to trust issues, I think that's so oddly similar because there will be um, experiences in our lives where we end up. It could be us or it can be somebody else where people get hurt who weren't intentionally supposed to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you are a survivor of that pain and you carry it on. Um, and it's crazy to think because sometimes people don't even know that they are the quote unquote killer or the person that hurt you. Yeah. And what I've had to find in my instances is um throughout like forgiveness and stuff like that is like just realizing that those people probably didn't even know what they were doing you know like and looking back i was pretty quiet like i don't really speak when my feelings are hurt i I do a better job now but back in the day it was more of okay just don't mention it or if they bring it up mention it Mm -hmm. but um but how do we how do we respectfully bring to someone's attention because I think that's an important aspect of any relationship or friendship uh, when you feel like you've been hurt or let down. I mean, you can just really like do it in a calm manner because that'll be the most important thing because if you're mad about something and then you bring it to them and you're still mad, right? like right. it's exactly. just going to yeah. come off wrong. Exactly. So. I think that's a good thing that you brought about, like mm-hmm. knowing when you're venting and knowing when you're at a place where you can peacefully have a conversation Mm -hmm. if you know that you're still heated about something like that's not the time wait wait a little bit longer to bring it up because you want to be actively listening to their side of the story as well yeah you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. yeah you don't want to you don't want it to feel pinpointed or targeted and it's very easy to put those walls up I mean like because you don't want to ever experience that again Mm -hmm. you know like in a way you're trying to like protect yourself yeah how did you get to the place where you felt like you had like that hope that you were talking about earlier like okay like no I'm willing to try this with this person because I know they're not like the previous person I mean I just have to remember that this person is different and they're like separated from the instance or the issue so I can't really pin like the past on them because they probably don't even know that that happened right exactly it's not fair to them really exactly and a lot of people don't like yeah we'll we'll go into a new situation or relationship and we'll be thinking like they know everything Mm -hmm. it's kind of like main character vibes like you think everybody (laughs) is like following you you think everybody's up to date with everything that you have been through and every detail of your life in reality they probably don't know yeah you know what i'm saying 
and there will be a time and place to bring that up but um yeah like not to put that on them Mm -hmm. like what you said is exactly right like that's not fair to them and it's not fair to yourself because I mean you want to build relationships right Mm -hmm. like you you didn't want what you experienced so therefore you know be aware of what went wrong and don't repeat that but don't cut don't cut off the relationship yeah you know what I mean and forgiveness is like a two-way street like it's for the other person but it's like really for yourself too oh absolutely because I mean it's for the other person but honestly the other person could probably like care less you know what I mean yeah I mean it's to help you move on to like focusing on yourself in that scenario is like the best thing yeah so you can move on and be able to have relationships with other people it's about peace and you Mm -hmm. can move on and there are people that do it and there's hope it's not like um and what's crazy to think is so I've never been through a breakup before but I I can only imagine like that's something you go through as a breakup or your first breakup Mm -hmm. you know if any of you guys listening can reflect back to that like um getting to that point after the breakup where you're, you're ready to date again or even just be in that place where um you feel free to think about having another relationship if you want to yeah um what was a time where you found yourself being controlled by fear in the past i mean i don't know there's like so many like times where i was controlled by fear but you just gotta like take a deep breath and just venture out like yeah I mean, going to college was scary and just like a bunch of different things, but you have to not move on with life, but you have to do what you want to do. So you can't let like external things control that. Yeah. Because if I was too scared to go to college, like what would, what would I be now? Yeah. I was just about to ask you like, and then it didn't turn out like way better than you thought. Yeah. Like once you like kind of take your first step, like it'll all be okay. You just have to convince yourself to do it. You yeah, know? exactly. And it'll come piece by piece. I think it's mm-hmm. like taking that initial first step, like you said. Also, yeah. I can relate. I was also definitely afraid. Like, I wanted to go to college. Yeah. I did not want to stay home. But then it hit me, like, as moving was approaching and, like, you know, all your other friends from high school are mm-hmm. doing, like, their own thing. I was like, I'm really about to be, like, on my own in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. It, and it was re- really scary because... I'm a social person, but it takes a point for me to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, like, necessarily the one that's going to step out and, like, introduce myself. Yeah, same. Yeah. So, right, when I was a freshman and they had, like, all those activities, I was like, I don't want to <laughs> get to know these people. Even with, like, that, like, I was scared to, like, go to, like, events, but I was like, well, I really want to go. And, like, what if they don't have this event again? You want to live right. in the moment and, like, take – like charge of that so yeah you just want to do it yeah you know? and we have to learn how when to when that fear is coming on and how to like shut it down because mm-hmm. it's really just the thoughts in our head right? and it can cripple you like you could just do Absolutely. nothing yeah with fear but if you like seize it like okay I'm gonna do this but I'm scared right. and you know what it's okay to be scared just do it do it being scared mm-hmm. do it being afraid <laughs> like <laughs> I hate to say it, but I mean, like, yeah, because you know in your heart the things that you want, and fear a lot of the times can cripple you, Mm -hmm. and then it just brings on even worse feelings of, like, regret or, like, just wishing that you would have done things. It's like, 
you're not the only one that feels that way. Mm-hmm. Just get into it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I think that's a big one is like being a freshman in college was like a time when I was really controlled by fear. Um, there was also a period in my life and like sophomore year of high school when I had extreme like social anxiety, which is really, really weird. And thank God I don't have it anymore. But I was literally like, I let that fear like cripple me. Like after I would go to school, I would come straight home and like, I did not want to go anywhere Mm -hmm. because I was so crazy. I don't even know how that happened. I was so afraid of like other people's thoughts or like how they would perceive me. And it, it got to a point where like every time I would walk into a room with people, the instant thought in my head was, what do they think of me? Which is like so toxic. I'm so happy I'm not in that place anymore. And I don't even know what got me into that place. But um, yeah, that absolutely controlled me. And it just, looking back, it stopped me from having so much more experiences than I could have. Mm-hmm. Um, if I would have just shut that out of my head, you know? It's wild. What are some methods that you do to encourage yourself to get out there and take that first step? Um, I just like talk myself out of it because like you can be scared to do something, but if you're like, okay, you got this, like, don't worry about it. And you just do it. Like, it'll be okay later on. Like it might not be okay right after, but when you'll get to the end of it and you'll be glad that you made that decision. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think ways that I encourage myself is, like, just knowing whether or not I really want to do it mm-hmm. and what do I want to get out of it. So, like, if it's an event, because I used to really struggle with that, like, if friends didn't want to go somewhere yeah, and I really wanted to go somewhere, I would end up just not going yeah. because of that social fear and, like, I felt like I couldn't have as good of a time, as great of a time. Yeah, being by yourself. Yeah, being by myself. And that comes with growing up and, like, getting more into your self and like mm-hmm. knowing your personality but um I knew in my heart like I wanted to have a good time or I wanted to get something out of an experience so I would just go and I would have a good time regardless one because I am awesome <laughs> but two <laughs> no guys I can say that now but like four to five years ago I was so shy and like I just did not I did not do it but really talking to yourself, like you said, um, maybe encouraging others, because I had to realize maybe they don't want to go because maybe they know, like, I'm not going to go if they don't go. But, like, maybe if they see that I went anyways, they'll be encouraged to go next time. Mm, you know what okay, I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, like, that reverse psychology. Like, <laughs> y'all ain't tricking me anyway. No, for real, that's so true. Because um, as I gotten more comfortable and I started to do things on my own, I would notice, like, people would admire that about mm-hmm. me. Like, yeah, we should be able, we should be able to be on our own. Yeah, I think it's good to, like, be able to do things on your own, because, like, you're more independent, like, you're not, like, waiting on people to do stuff with you, because, like, that can hold you back, too. Absolutely, because people are going to have other stuff going on in their their lives, Mm -hmm. and I had to realize, like, not everybody's going to be into the same things as you, so, like, don't make new friends. Yeah. I mean, I mean, keep the, keep the same friends. I'm not saying just just like friends. new friends and like a different in a aspect. different yeah in a different aspect in a, in a different environment and definitely please keep in touch with those friends. I'm not saying drop your friends. I'm just saying that can be an encouragement too, like that you're gonna find friends that enjoy the same things that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another big one. Ooh, here's a good one. Um, in any relationship, friendship, 
how do you recognize red flags? So kind of like similar to what I was saying with the scary movies, how I was like, it's so dumb that they didn't see that that was the killer. But sometimes when you're in it and you're going through it, you don't always notice those signs of danger. So how do you recognize red flags? Or maybe if you haven't yet, maybe people you know, or do you recognize red flags in other, in like your friends' relationships and stuff like that? Um, personally, I don't think I've come across red flags. I mean, mm -hmm. I probably have, but, like, I just don't see them as such. Mm -hmm. But, like, with this one, like, friendship, like, I'm kind of seeing after the flag, like, the red flags. Yeah. Like, yeah. just with it being, I don't want to say toxic, but, right. like, not being able to have other friends and still be friends with that person. Wow. And... Like looking know. back, you, I think you've talked to me about this. I don't yeah. know this person personally, but you, no, yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, you've definitely talked about that. No, that's definitely a red flag. I ha like I didn't realize it a few years ago, but now looking back, I was like, hmm, that makes sense because yeah. like it happened again, and I'm like, oh, this is weird. Mm. What's going on? Yeah. So like, I guess looking back, I can see red flags, but like in the moment, I definitely can't no, yeah, see yeah. them. No, yeah, yeah. I think it oftentimes it's very much after the fact mm -hmm. you know and then going into like the new friendship um no but i've i've experienced very similar friendships and um we still talk and i still love this person but obviously we're not as close as we yeah. were. and some friendships are only for a season like mm -hmm. i've had to accept that and learn that too um but no some people can be very controlling but like i didn't realize it i was just like stop being like that like let me talk to like this mm -hmm. other person like it's not a big deal like because yeah, yeah, yeah. like I guess maybe they were afraid that I wouldn't be friends with them anymore yeah. no that's a real fear but like them doing what they did made me not want to be friends with them Ooh, so it's like yeah. talk about it yeah so yeah in reality don't do that because you're just gonna be yeah like away. it pushed me away because I was like oh too clingy yeah, I don't like yeah, clingy yeah. So. yeah yeah and I mean if you are a person like that aware of it and I'm I can be it's almost a bad thing sometimes I can be very blunt um so I would sometimes be like hey you get on my nerves <laughs> that's the I thing with me things. like I wouldn't <laughs> like even now I wouldn't say like hey you're doing too much like cut it out right so I don't know I guess I just kind of I guess we're still friends. I'm really not sure, honestly. Oh, wow. Really? Like, it's kind of one-sided, like, how I don't want to be friends, but, like, they still do. So, like, oh, it's just kind of weird. Yeah. So. I mean, but you have to have boundaries. You just have to know, because I think you're doing a good job. You just have to communicate that. And, um, I mean, sometimes those people aren't going to change. They're always going to be controlling. So, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I'm only going to spend this much time with you. Yeah. Like, this is all you're getting from me, because you're not going to disrupt my peace. Mm -hmm. And you don't own me. We're not even dating. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but some people can be very controlling. But it does come out of a place of fear. You know, whether, you know, their own personal issues or whether it was, like, in their home life. Or maybe they did lose the mm -hmm. friendship that was very secure to them. And you remind them of that friendship. And so they don't want to let go. Um, so, yeah, they cling on to it. Yeah. Um, I find that's very interesting. I find a lot of parents do that too with like their children and in some ways it can make it worse, like push the child further away from them. Yeah. Like be like too overbearing. Yeah. And too, kind like, of like protective. a helicopter yeah. parent. Yeah. Um, and there's different ways where people can do it, but yeah, where they're just overly mm -hmm. involved and in some ways like now, like 
in that college time, young adult lifespan, it'll make the child like, it doesn't make them hate them per se. Like they could still love their parents, but mm-hmm. they just don't want to be around them. For the yeah. Time. And so that's when I think it hits the parents of like, oh no, like why don't they want to spend time with me? It's like, we spent time. We spent we spent enough time. Let me <laughs> let me eighteen years. Let me my <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Okay, that was a really good question. Um. All right. So the theme trick or treat. So what is, what do you feel like has been a treat that you have received in your life? And it can be in the span of this past, like, five years, this year, or just in your life overall. I guess, like, recently, finding a job because it's out here struggling, man. (laughs) And, like, it sucks to, like, have to spend money on things, but you're not getting any money, like, from a paycheck. So it's like you're just spending money constantly. So, I mean, that's really nice, like, recently for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you're a teenager, I would encourage you to get a job right now. Yes, do it. <laughs> I didn't have my first job, and there's nothing wrong. There's nothing, like, take your time and your pace, but I wish I had my first job earlier, because mm-hmm. I think it would have taught me really important financial things. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, I didn't get my first job till my senior year in high school. So I was 17. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh. And then um, me and LJ worked together um, in Halloween. We were RAs. And so that was another job. Um, and, yeah, jobs are important. We need to get paid for survival. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking to the government. Please pay me. Also, people are – I'm so salty. People got these refund checks. I ain't get nothing. <laughs> a girl out here struggling, but it's all good. No, you know what really hurt my heart? I was going to use those refund checks to buy um, Harry Styles tickets because he's on tour right now. Child, I can't go. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It hurts. You know, I thought I could handle it, but I'm on TikTok every single day, and that's all they've been posting is, mm-hmm. like, because he's traveling the country, and they'll be like, he's a Vegas style. Oh, now he's a Denver. They're like, good to know. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts my heart. i'm sorry it hurts my heart um should i answer that question or should we just move on oh yeah sure oh okay uh what is a treat you received in your life honestly hello okay sorry guys we're back we had a little um malfunction that we're gonna take care of all right uh next question we are almost done um so, trick or treat, now we're on the trick aspect. Um, what's been a trick that has been in your life that has taught you some valuable lessons? So, like, for me, um, there's been a couple tricks. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I think a trick for me, um, and I talked about a little bit, like, when we were in training together for our mm-hmm. jobs, um, was, like, my parents' divorce. Um it just felt so out of the blue and I would have never thought that it would have happened, especially like the way that it did. But I'm like so grateful that it did happen. And um, just because I think our family has just really gotten oddly closer from it. And it's allowed us to reflect on like things of the past. And I think it's actually allowed my individual relationship with my father to grow deeper than um it was when they were together 
And I think it just also needed to happen because there was a lot of things under the surface that just wouldn't have been healthy if it kept going. And like it taught me like what love really means to me and like the type of man that I want to allow in my life. And so it just allowed like all these um, standards that are good and healthy um, for me. And then it, I mean, it made my relationship with my mother a lot closer and with my siblings to me, because me and my siblings, we've always been close, but sometimes I feel like the deep stuff they never talk about with me, but like that we were all going through together. So it allowed all of us to have something you know, to like talk to or cry about to. And even with my dad, like, um, I just feel like it's so much more genuine now. So yeah, that's, that's been a trick in my life. It's been about two years now. And I mean, it took time for it to get to that point because of course we went through the stages of like anger and like grief and Mm -hmm. like sadness, but, um, and that's natural. That's going to come. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Like sometimes I'm like reminiscing like on a old song and I'm like, Oh, I want to go back to that year. And I'm like, no, I don't want to go back because that's what got me in that place in the first place. And then I wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so grateful that I'm in the place and the space that I am now. So yeah, I would say that's definitely been a trick for me. I I can't think of (laughs) any tricks. Um, Yeah, but Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. That's really, that's so cool to hear. That's like awesome. I mean, definitely, like, things have happened, and I wish they hadn't, and, like, bad stuff, but, like, yeah. I don't know. I try not to think about the past too much, kind of just, I kind of said this earlier, earlier, like, live in the here and the now, because, yeah. I mean, you can get bogged down just thinking about, yeah, like, stuff like that, but, I mean, there's, I do, like, reflect a lot, I guess, and there's like times where I'm like, oh well, if I didn't do that, do that, or make that decision, I wonder how mm-hmm. everything would be now. Like, yeah, the hypothetical. Yeah. yeah. But those hypothetical hypotheticals can be kind of toxic because, like, you never know. You know? I mean, yeah, you don't want to always think about them, yeah. but just like, oh well, what if I went to a different school yeah. or something Ooh. like that. Like, you telling, girl? I used to think that all the time. Not, not about, I love yeah. my university. Go Blazers. I'm not talking about the Blazers. I'm not talking about VSU. I'm talking about my high school. Like, I used to think that all the time. And in reality, like, maybe I would be somewhere else, but maybe I would still be sad. Or maybe I would, mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily be satisfied. So, yeah, you just don't know. But, like, I wouldn't have met all the people I did and yeah. done the things that I have. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, it's like, wow. It is crazy. You know? Yeah, how life turns out. That's a funny thing. Um, ooh. I don't know. I don't know if we talked about this or if you answered this in the earlier question. You, okay, have you seen, like, a really scary film? Like, a film that scared you. And it could be, like, growing up. <laughs> It could be like growing up. It, okay, so here's the thing. It doesn't even have to be a scary film. Because there's mm-hmm. a lot of films that are supposed to be made for children <laughs> that has scared me. <laughs> um, I really I really don't watch scary stuff. Uh there was this one scary movie I was watching with my brother when I was younger, but like I didn't really finish things. I would just like watch a little bit of something and yeah. then like go leave. Yeah. But I can't remember like what was going on. Like I just remember like a pickup truck and like uh I think it was um some people, like it was like a like an abandoned house or something. Like oh my God. I don't remember anything of it. 
but yeah wow interesting you are one tough cookie the fact that you would just leave and walk out you I mean, it was just at home, so it's like, yeah. Oh, let me just. Yeah, but even then, I still, I, I probably get even more paranoid at home, because I sometimes I'm at home alone by mm-hmm. myself, because like my mom will be at work and my sister will be like at school, especially like once I graduated, because mm-hmm. she was like still at school and stuff. Yeah, and I would watch stuff in our house, which is like quiet. <laughs> be like, that's when I pray, and that's when I pray hard. I pray all the time, y'all, but that's when I would pray hard. Like the spirit would come out of me. I'd be like, I'd be like, Heavenly Father. <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, for me, I have two. So I have the film that we watched last year all together as a staff for our job. We watched the scary movies. What was it called? The I, Descent. I, the Descent. Oh, yes. yes, yes, yes and there yes. was a scene in the very beginning. <laughs> the scene in the very beginning. Oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen The Descent, just spoiler there was a scene in the very beginning where the mm-hmm. husband dies and <laughs> just it goes through him and I scream so loud. I feel like that movie is like kind of a thriller too, so it's like something yes. to get like your heart rate up. But oh, it like... got my heart rate up. I was scared throughout and the rest of the movie, like there were some scary parts, but it was nothing compared to that scene. I was like <laughs> Oh my goodness. That was trifling. And then another movie is not even really supposed to be a scary movie. It's a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. But that movie is like the scariest thing I have ever seen. Even scarier than The Descent to me. And that's Coraline. Oh, really? that's <laughs> yes! a good Halloween movie. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, please don't let your children watch Coraline until they are of age 16 years old. That's what I would say. <laughs> 16. Yeah, I think it's like geared for like seven, eight-year-olds, like that yes. age range. Yeah, when it came out, I think yeah. that's about how old I was, like seven or eight and i mean who's advised by tim burton it's like that i think so yeah Yeah, like the claymation and so it's like okay this is really cool and some of the other ones i've seen by him Mm -hmm. weren't even that scary like nightmare before (laughs) christmas and frank and weenie so i'm like thinking like okay (laughs) no Coraline is terrifying (laughs) i can't watch it alone i have to watch it with friends like i can (laughs) the part like where I don't know if it's, like, her imagination. Like, I kind of forgot, like, the yeah, details yeah. of it. But, like, it's, like, not her real family. It's, like, the other. Yes, yeah, that yes. part is scary, definitely. Yeah. It's very eerie. And I'm, like, this isn't even, this is clay. <laughs> <laughs> that clay is scary. <laughs> That's crazy. That's funny. Good times, good times. All right. We're almost, we're almost done, guys. I know you're going to miss us, but we're having really good chats. Um. Ooh, what's a childhood fear that you've overcome? And it can be one, like, that your parents lied to you about or, like, I don't know if you can tell I'm a little salty. Um, or it can be, like, a simple. Um, yeah, mine's a simple, like, being afraid of the dark. Because, <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> sometimes I low-key still am. <laughs> oh, yeah! My room last year, like, my bed was far, like, from the, the light yeah, yeah, so I just, like, turned off and, like, yeah, book it. <laughs> and the room's not even that big. That would be me at our house because everybody would be asleep before I would fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So I would always be the last one turning off all the lights. And, like, yeah, you get to that last room and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> Even, like, at home, I'm like that. It's like, all right, let me head on out. <laughs> like, let's make this quick. Yes. But um, I also have lights in my room, like, 
like vibey yes <laughs> so i love that so like i just kind of like have want to have the lights on like on a timer like 20 minutes or yes. something like that cause, oh and then it'll go off on its own yeah okay okay yeah because sometimes you just need that assurance that like, yeah yeah and like i know it's still i don't know i think it's definitely a mind thing like i know it's dark and it, i know nothing's there and but sometimes like, i feel like i see stuff but it's really like yeah it's, it's the, um it's like scientific like you know how when you turn off a flashlight or you stay at a flashlight for so long that you turn it off and you mm-hmm. think you see like, yeah something. that's what i'm really seeing but yeah it freaks me out <laughs> but like i'm an adult <laughs> like look he's scared of the dark it's like what's in the dark i don't want to know yeah it's i mean it's intense <laughs> Do I have a childhood fear that I that I have overcome? Yes, I think I do. So I'm okay. I'm still afraid of spiders, so I have not mm-hmm. overcome that. I don't think I ever will, and I'm okay with that. They can stay in their place. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my childhood fear. So I used to be terrified. You're gonna laugh. Which I, I'll laugh. try not to. Everyone laugh. I, laugh, I, I tell laugh. laugh so hard. I used to be terrified of Jurassic Park. And I used to. <laughs> <laughs> you did laugh. I tried not to. I'm sorry. And like that terrified me as a kid. And my brother was obsessed with it. So he had like all of them. Mm-hmm. And people used to be like, the dinosaurs are dead. Like the dinosaurs are dead. I was like, yeah, they're dead in the movie too. Until they bring them back. <laughs> and girl, it used to be so bad to the point like I could not be alone in the car at night. Like if my mom went to the grocery store and like me and my siblings oh, were in the car yeah. and it was at nighttime because I would just remember the movie i would remember the movie and i would envision this rafter like coming to get us (laughs) it was so i hated it but now that's like my favorite movie (laughs) (laughs) i was about to say i feel like you've thought about it i love that movie now but i used to be so i used to be so scared Mm -hmm. of it and like my brother he used to he used to have to tell me like okay the trailer's on like i used to have to not be in the room when the trailer was on because it was a mind thing it was mm-hmm. like psychological and also those movies can be a little dark mm-hmm. and i'm a very sensitive like spirit person and i can always tell when like a film is just being genuine about the death or like if they're trying to like joke about death and like that's not funny to me and i feel like those movies not the first one but i feel like the later ones yeah they would just kill people just to kill people and i was like that's mm-hmm. not cool and then it used to ter- terrify me even more because, like, they did exist at one point. <laughs> did you see that when you were a kid, you said? Like, when you were younger? or So, I watched it for the first time when I was, like, 12 years old. But when I was mm-hmm. little, my I mean, my brother had seen it, and he had mm-hmm. the VHSs. Yeah. And so, I would always see, like, trailers or, um, like, the video games. The video games are more scary than the movies. Um, and that would always like terrify me. Um, and then I finally got the balls at Grad Bash. <laughs> we went to Universal and they have the Jurassic Park right there. Oh. And yeah, I was telling, because at the time my friends knew I was like terrified of mm-hmm. it too. And they were like, you should do it, you should do it. I was like, okay, if I do it, I'm doing it with you guys and we have to do it during the daytime. <laughs> Did not work out, but we still <laughs> went. And we went at night. I was grasping onto my friends so hard Mm -hmm. and then so there's a part in the ride if you guys listening don't know where you're about to drop and the t-rex comes out we get to the part where we're about to drop and someone has their phone out and universal is like very strict about that and so they stop our ride and they're like put away your phone put away your phone but all you see is like flashing and like the t-rex is literally right in front of us the t-rex hasn't even swung out yet but it's like right in front of us it's It's waiting to come it's like 
and all you hear it's like hanging with his mouth open and all you hear is like put your phone away put your phone away and i started freaking out i was like i was like yo if you don't put your phone away so they just drop us out of here like that made it worse yes i was like we're about to get you put your phone away (laughs) it made the whole situation worse but yeah that was a good time i'm proud of myself i can say i did that and it's a good it's a good time now you know if any um producers want to put me in the film (laughs) putting it out there because I'm not going to be acting. I'm going to actually be scared. <laughs> be like crying. Be like, Genuine. Yes. Real emotion. Yes. Tears. All right. Cut her her check. Because she got to get out of here. She's doing too much. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they're going to be like. But yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up. I hope you guys have a very safe Halloween. A very memorable Halloween. Um, I do encourage people to dress up. If you don't dress up, it's, like, completely fine. But I feel like as a society, it's like, okay, you can't dress up as when you're older. And I'm like, no. Kids need to dress up. Yeah. So, thank you guys so much for listening. LJ, is there anything that you want to say or any, you want to gain any fans? Or, like, this is your way to exit. What's your exit? <laughs> um, I was scared to come and talk with you. Aww. But it's been really good. Yeah. So, yeah. I love you and I loved having you on here and I'm super excited about the future. So um, thank you guys so much for listening. Go follow me on TikTok, lowercase TVK underscore 2YK. That way you guys are aware whenever an episode drops, I always put teasers on there. Um, And please tell your friends and your family. It's available on Anchor. It's available on Spotify. It's it's available on Breaker. It's available on Radio Public. Um, And I hope you guys just enjoyed this and let this soak into your spirit. And yeah, choose the treat over the trick. I just wanted to remind that. um, Don't let those trust issues take over your whole life. And um, be be like Sydney and scream. Be the sole survivor. You can do it. All right, guys. Take care. Hey guys, oh my goodness, wasn't that such a fun episode? I hope you guys are all in the spirit of spooky season. And um, if you don't celebrate Halloween, I just hope you have a wonderful fall season as we are diving into the winter season coming up. Um, Shout out to LJ. Thank you so much for coming on this episode. I also have an update, guys. So I know in the episode I was talking about seeing Harry Styles. If you want a separate episode somehow stating my testimony with how God made that happen. I can, I still can't believe it, but yeah, guys, I was able to see Harry Styles in Tampa. I saw him in the Tampa show and I saw him in pit. So I did see Harry Styles. I just wanted to update you guys. So yeah, anything can happen. I feel like I can conquer the world. I saw Harry Styles. If you don't know who Harry Styles is, look him up. Uh, you're welcome. (laughs) Um, a few announcements. So I want to do an episode, um, sometime either for next season or for this ending season um, with a Douglas Anderson alumni. So I am a Douglas Anderson alumni, Douglas Anderson School of the Arts. Shout out Duval in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, Great school, great school. But I would love to do an episode with someone who um, has graduated from there, but who's still working in the field. Um, I would prefer if they weren't a student because I'm a student and I could just ask students at my school but um worst come to worst if you're interested or if you know someone who's still somehow being in the field of 
it doesn't even have to be what their major was um that would be great have them contact me on instagram or twitter or email um and let them get in touch with me i would love to just do an episode on that it's i don't know it's weird it's been on my heart um even if they're a teacher so like even if like you have a separate career but like you're teaching dance on the side like I would love that. So please get in contact with me. Um, If you guys don't know how to be alerted whenever a new episode comes out, go on whatever platform you are subscribed. So if you're on Anchor, you would follow me. On Spotify, you would follow me. And then um, every time I upload a new episode, you will get notified. Um, Follow my TikTok page for my podcast. It is tbk underscore 2yk. I also have a normal TikTok account. So if you want to follow that, you can but um for the podcast page specifically if you just (laughs) want to be alerted follow that um again it is tvk underscore 2yk also if you guys know anyone um that would be willing to help me edit my podcast that would be great send them to get in touch with me on all the social medias um I'm not able to compensate right now because I'm a broke college student, but if you know anyone who just needs that experience is willing to help me out, um, that'd be great. My Instagram is tlittlekingbabe, so that's all lowercase, or you could just search my name, Tatiana King, Um, and then my Twitter is faultiner2014, don't ask me why, Um, and then yeah, you guys know the TikTok as well, so have them get in touch with me and then also stay on the lookout i'm trying to think of more ways to be interacted with you guys um like quizzes on certain episode ideas if you guys want to take a quiz and i get you know you guys' opinions on that um so yeah stay on the lookout thank you guys so much for listening and then stay tuned for the next episode next month i'm so excited all right guys thanks